Welcome back to Young, Dumb, and Broke. I'm your host, Faith Kiakia. Today, we have a very special guest. Um, she is a reoccurring guest. She was on episode, I think it was five, where we talked about um, murder dreams and killing people. Or no, sorry, not killing people, being killed. <laughs> <laughs> very different thing. Um, we'll save killing people for today's discussion. But um, uh, she is... It, one of my biggest, if not my biggest supporter on my podcast, uh, always lets me know every time that she's going to watch it or listen to it and always like boost my confidence about um, the episodes and the podcast in general and just makes me feel really good about it. And I really, really appreciate that. Yvette, thank you so much for coming back for another episode. Thank you for having me back. And honestly, I would like to think I'm the number one fan of this <laughs> podcast. I think you I are religiously watch the not watch. I don't know why I'm so used to saying watch, but listen to this. Like it brings me it brings me joy to like listen to this genuinely. That makes me so happy. And like I love when people tell me that they listen to it. Like I know people listen to it because I can like see the things online, like the stats, but when people like say that and like take the time to say that, it like really makes me feel good. So I really appreciate that you do that. And you made me feel a lot more confident about the solo episodes that I did, especially yes. the first one, because I was worried about that one. But then the second one, I think, went better because because of what you said. I like I honestly feel like you're one of the few people that have something interesting to say. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to cry. So yeah, and no, like honestly, I'm like eh, I'm not trying to step on any of my friends' toes, <laughs> but you're one of the few people where I'm like, okay, like you're interesting enough for me to listen to on a podcast. Like all my friends, I'll listen to their problems or like their day to day, but I feel like yours is like that extra pizzazz where it allows you to have a podcast. That means so much to me. Oh my god, that's the thing I was worried about, like in the beginning before I like for years I've been saying I'm gonna do a podcast right like I've always oh, I do it. remember when you used to tell me you were making a podcast yeah <laughs> I'll be like yeah I'm gonna make a podcast but then I just would never do it because I'm like I don't know like people aren't gonna listen like nobody's gonna like find what I have to say interesting I don't even know what I want to say like this th these episodes have been so all over the place <laughs> like none of it is a consistent theme except for one thing I want to bring back today or actually kind of two things but like yeah, I just never really, like, was confident in it. And then this year, I just decided, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking do it. <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah, sorry. If my bed squeaks, it's because I have to do this in my bedroom um, because my neighbor has people over. So, let's see, it's furthest away from them. <laughs> so, if you hear that or the cat, that's why. Um, okay. Okay, so let's, do you have dumb a thing of the week? If, do you, you want to go first? I guess my dumb thing of the week is not thinking that I need eight hours of sleep when I have a 7 a.m. shift. Oh, my God. <laughs> I totally agree. Like, and I take the TTC bus. So it's like I wake up. I have to wake up for 5.45 a.m. And I will be going to bed around 12 o'clock. And that's me being Oh, my generous. God, dude. <laughs> that's yeah I, I know because <laughs> we message sometimes it's not 12 <laughs> I know so it's just like yeah I think that's very dumb of me because I'm not used to waking up that early but fingers crossed 
as time goes by, I'm more used to waking up for a 7 a.m. shift. Yeah, I don't work at 7. I work at 8, and I live, like, 7 minutes away. But I am also, like, because when I worked from home, I would get up at, like, 10 and then literally turn on the laptop. Like, so it's a very different for me now, like, getting up at, like, Mm 7-ish. And, yeah, definitely I don't get 8 hours either. Like, I'd probably fall asleep around 2. Like, I try to, like, get in my bed, like, for 12 latest. Yeah. But then I'm, like, fucking around on my phone or, like, it's just hard. things, like, get in my head and then, like, I overthink things. Um, And then I just, like, sit here in my thoughts, like, you know, <laughs> for, like, two hours. It has to be past two when I go to bed most days when I fall asleep, so... Yeah, and like I'm a stickler for like the eight hours. Like I usually say eight hours because I'm like, oh, I know I'm gonna wake up cranky or I'm gonna like during the day I'll get extremely tired, but I don't learn. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, my dumb thing of the week, although it's also that, but um, <laughs> yeah, now that you said that, that's a really good one. Actually, that's probably the best one we've had. Um, but mine was, I went to work and I was rushing, like, I, the time change really, like, messed me up. Oh, I don't yeah. know why, because I've lived with it for 24 years, but, <laughs> like, it just, like, <laughs> really, like, messed up my schedule, and so, my, like, sleeping. So, I think it was Tuesday, I, yeah, it was before the weather warmed up, but I, I put my coat on, and, like, I drove to work, and I'm in, I walk inside, and then I realized I had my entire coat on inside out like tag hanging out it's oh, like no. this long coat inside I could see like the stitching of the the coat I'm like I am so stupid <laughs> like I'm walking around with like my tag hanging out my hair was up so you could see it and then the another day of the week I was trying I have these new flats and yeah. I'm trying to like break them in because you know when you get a new pair of flats like it hurts the back of your ankle Oh, I hate yeah, like, that. Yeah, because they're too stiff, right? So I've been trying to like wear them and like work them in. So when I one day I had my feet under my desk, obviously, and like I took the shoes off and I put these socks that I had in my purse for some reason on. Mm-hmm. Like I just keep socks in my purse, like clean <laughs> socks. So I don't. They must have been like I brought them somewhere for something and I didn't use them. Whatever. Anyway, so I put those on and then I was walking around and I walked the rest of the day with the socks on inside the flats. Like so dumb. At least it was black. I don't black, feel like but, that's too dumb. But it's like, I feel like it's that's not a good sensible. look. In an office, though, it's not a good look. <laughs> At least they were black on black. If it was like a patterned, oh, that's what I was going to ask. I'm like, yeah, what that's... color were they? Because I'm like, if it's something crazy, then yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> you, no, like you would only really notice it if you like looked at my feet. But if you're just like passing, you wouldn't notice that they were different. Like they were the same shape yeah but it was still like it's just dumb like I even like went home like that like I just never bothered to take the socks off (laughs) because I didn't want to be sitting there with no nothing on my feet like bare feet under my desk like what if there's a fire (laughs) so I don't know you're better than me because if my shoes start to bother me I just take off my shoes and walk around with my socks (laughs) <laughs> I'm I think I'm just too new. I'm like like back at this office. Like I'm I'm worried about people judging me. Oh, okay. I get that. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the next topic. Like this is okay, I'm really excited to talk about this. So I don't know if you'll remember, I think you will though. But me- so we were in university together, obviously, like anybody that listens 
listen to our episode like would know that but so in first year like when we lived in the dorms like do you remember having our like movie nights in my room yes I do remember that and we would watch the most sorry what were you gonna say no I'm like I do remember that because I know like I remember your love for popcorn and then so I had popcorn last night triggers my memory (laughs) i had popcorn last night and i was watching um pam and tommy that new show about like pamela anderson i was only two episodes in but yeah oh my gosh i wanted to watch it too it's not bad it's a little bit of a slow first start but um Mm -hmm. it's been okay okay yeah it's pretty good it's amazing what they can do with like makeup because she looks nothing like she does in real life like the the lead actress like she does you can't even tell it's her oh yeah yeah especially beware there's a lot of nudity in that show like the, oh, okay. uh, on both parts like the guy and the girl and i was like i was shocked that that was in there it's on the disney plus app no way like beware there's like five thousand times like a dick is shown what even i would not expect that to be on the disney entire plus. screen at one point was that <laughs> not the entire it was the guy talking with like his dick and like it was talking back to him in his head and like every time it would talk it would it would the whole screen would be that (laughs) and like it has to be fake like because (laughs) (laughs) this is so much and then i was like i'm watching know like how to take this i'd be like um what like well i don't know if it's better to watch it alone or with someone because i felt like uncomfortable (laughs) watching it alone in my living room (laughs) But then, uh, do I want to watch it with my parents? <laughs> no. Definitely not. <laughs> okay, anyways, that was really not the point of what I was trying to bring up. Um, so when we watched movies, like, we would have movie nights in my dorm room. And, like, there's no, like, couches or anything in our rooms. But there's, like, we had, like, I had the double bed. Yeah, you did, too. We were in the yeah. same dorm. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we would just, like, lay on there and overnight watch these like messed up movies like we watched green inferno which to this day is one of the most disturbing films i've ever seen it really bothered me in a deep way yeah i think we all talk about that every time we meet up like it at least comes up once in our conversation it took me a long time to even remember what the movie's name was like for years i couldn't remember i think i like blocked it out of my head (laughs) because it was scarred memory and like what do you look i ha- literally had to look up on google like um movie of girl where they like cut into her whatever like like scarring movie yeah. anyways we've also that was not the point either we oh, i'm getting to it we would also we watched the revenant do you remember that what was that one again with leonardo dicaprio where he's like this like thing in the he, he goes inside the bear yes i do remember that one yes yes, yes. yeah so I we watched that, I watched that movie. One with you uh, yeah that was with me because i'm scarred and <laughs> we watched other movies but unrelated we also went to or no sorry related but like not in the dorm when i lived in toronto we went and saw midsummer um, where there's another guy in a fucking bear stuff? <laughs> bro that movie i will never forget i try to forget but it is it's I like that lead actress but that movie scared me to my like core it it was 
traumatized. I wanted to watch it a second time. I'm not gonna lie. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, it was a wild ride the first time. I don't know if I could handle going through it a second time. Because, like, in my head, I'm just like, if I watch this a second time, it's not going to be as stunning. But then I'm like, do I want to take that risk? Like, that movie stayed in my head for a while. Remember, we went to dinner after, and the whole time we just talked about that movie. Yeah, because it was so messed up. <laughs> and remember those guys that were sitting in front of us and they got I was mad? just about to say that. <laughs> I was like mortified. <laughs> and then after when they were like, thank you, like fuck you. Yeah. Oh, for I'm anyone like, that's why listening, do you want us to be quiet? I'm yeah, like, he's... do you not see what we're seeing? Yeah, this like... guy in front of us like turned around and told us asked us to be quiet. He was nice about it, but remember like he asked that and then both of us like shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and we were staring forward and he kept staring at us. And oh, then yeah. so finally, I think, I think I said like, sh- sorry, like something like that. Like I just like said something so he would turn around because <laughs> it was so yeah. Bad. Like he was just staring at us, and it's like okay, we're shutting the fuck up. Like please turn back around. Like why are you stay? We don't have to acknowledge it. You got your results. Go back to looking at the screen. <laughs> yeah, and also the theater was not packed. Move. Oh yeah, it really wasn't. Yeah. Oh my god, but that movie scarred me. But like. <laughs> So I don't even know why I brought that up, but like the point of what I'm trying to say is lately I, well, I saw it on a podcast. They were talking about cannibalism Mm -hmm. and like what it would take someone to eat someone. Like what, at what point where does that become like a possible reality of you doing? And then I thought back to all these movies that we watch where there isn't cannibalism, but like there's some fucked up shit that goes on in these movies and it's similar like, not the same, but similar. And so I was wondering, like, what would it take for you to, like, have to, like, to eat someone? Either okay. voluntarily or involuntarily, I guess. You remember Green Inferno? When that mm-hmm. girl broke the, spoiler alert, when that girl <laughs> broke the bowl and killed herself, and I told you she was, like, the most gangster person out of all of them. I forgot she is me. just said that she is me and I am her because I'm just not going to do it like I'm gonna kill myself before you allow me to do it (laughs) okay so you wouldn't do it then yeah I'm see this is a thing like small little tangent but my will to live in circumstances like that is not that strong like if we were to have a zombie apocalypse I Bro, don't have that much of a will to dude. live where I'm just killing, like, zombies. I'm sorry. I'm going to die. Oh, my God. Okay, this is why we are friends. Because I tell this, my aunt makes fun of me all the time because she's like, you're not athletic. Like, you're not, like, you're, like, you would just die in, like, a zombie apocalypse. Literally what you just said. And I say to her all the time, I'm like, I don't want to live. I don't want to be involved in that, in that kind shit. of situation. I'm like, like, I don't want to have to like, survive. <laughs> like, just kill me. I want to be done. Exactly. I'm like, how am I going to survive? I'm like, I'm not a farmer. So I literally, I have no, no life set skills. I will die eventually because either way, I would have to depend on someone for my survival. Therefore, yep. I'm dead. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with this. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, for real. And like, I think people get more hurt and like more shit happens to them when they're not just dead from the beginning. Like, yeah. just let the zombie kill you, become a zombie, or like whatever the situation is. Like, if there's like, so, like, have you seen um, where what's that one where they put the blindfold? Um, bird box. Yes, have you seen that? Yes, I have. Bro, just take me. Yeah. <laughs> let me kill myself or whatever the point of the movie when they see you, you kill yourself I don't, or when you see it I don't know but I just like why do I have yeah. to like fight to survive and like go across a river and like help all these people survive and like maybe like die like this gruesome death I'm good fam like I'll just die <laughs> and like to add on like you know what sucks more than like you know why I would just die in the beginning is because a lot of times when you're trying to survive for so long and then bam you die right in the middle of it so mm-hmm. you went through witnessing so many like crazy and things and then you just die in the end like see this is why you just die in the beginning you die in the beginning <laughs> i'm so glad that you brought that up i didn't even think about that for this conversation but i completely agree like i'm okay i'm really glad we're on the same page yeah <laughs> okay so speaking of a different similar thing <laughs> Lately, I've been having this thought literally, like, every time I drive um, that I just, like, really want to run someone over. Like, legitimately, I want to, like, plow down someone in the street. And then just, like, you know when you pass by a bridge and you have that feeling of, like, just jumping or something? Like, you know that unwary feeling? Is it more so, like, that, like, it's random? Like, this person's not stupidly crossing the road or something? Or is it someone Um, that low-key deserves it? (laughs) No, okay, it's always, like, if someone cuts me off, like, a person or, like, a bike. Or, like, someone walks into the street, into the crosswalk. When they see me trying to turn, like, you know, and then it's illegal now. Even if they're far away, you can't go if they're on the crosswalk. Yeah. But, like, okay, I have to go on a little bit of a mini rant here. Mm -hmm. Why do we call them pedestrians? This may sound stupid or, like, like, um... (laughs) This may sound ignorant, but, like, why do we have another word for a person? It's the same shit. What is the difference between a person and a pedestrian? Because we don't call pedestrian, like, like animals are not called pedestrians if they're on the road. They're called yeah. an animal walking across the road where they shouldn't be. Like, the geese I almost ran over yesterday. <laughs> but I didn't. I slowed down. <laughs> I will never hit an animal by, like, on purpose. A human, no problem. No problem. Not a child, though. An adult, I will I will definitely run over. But, like, why do we call it, like, why are we making up this thing where it's, like, we're making them, like, I feel like when you say pedestrian, it sounds, like, fancy or, like, elite. Like, oh, well, they, like, it's meaning, like, more meaningful, like, to say, like, like a pedestrian. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's more important, like, a pedestrian is more important than a car or, like, it's more... You know, like, we have to watch out for pedestrians. Pedestrians, watch the fuck out for me. You can see a car coming way more than I can see pedestrian coming. And I'm not even going to say pedestrian anymore because I don't accept that word in my vocabulary. Like, you know what? I feel like you're so right because there's so many times when, like, me or my sister would be driving. And I think it's been sort of a joke within my family where we see people that are walking and they're walking illegally in front of our car and we're like, you must be made out of steel because it's just like you're going to get hit and I'm going to be safe inside of the car. You're going to be injured. Why are you taking risks? <laughs> because you know why? 
they do that because they're not gonna get in trouble for it like if they survive it's your fault that you hit them that's what i'm saying why are we giving this treatment to the fucking pedestrians like or person sorry like a people because like they, uh, if you see a car coming and you choose to walk into the street why can I not just run you over <laughs> why is that like why do you mean more than me driving safely down the street don't fucking jaywalk then you know and it's a safety hazard because it's like if I have to choose between swerving my car into a pole and hitting you or another car yeah, I'm sorry, you're gonna end up in the hospital, and I pray that you make it out, but I'm not, you're the one making dumb choices here. <laughs> oh, I don't, okay, here's the thing. I've decided, before I die, like, I've seriously decided this, I am going to run someone over. <laughs> and I don't want them to survive. I either want to kill them, or not run anyone over. Okay, let's, that like, bad? let's burn this episode, because it's very incredible. <laughs> it's so funny because i'm like i always say the most incriminating things to myself and i'm like god forbid this comes back on me one day (laughs) oh i say the worst shit to myself in the car usually it's in the car (laughs) usually it's not on a big platform but today you guys get my inner thoughts (laughs) no i believe and i'm gonna run them over with my mustang because i'm getting one like i don't care Well, hopefully by then you're, like, very senior, so you could just say, like, your marbles were all the way there. (laughs) Yeah, true. I'm I'm going to, like, I'm going to. And so this is why I brought this up, is, like, do you have, like, a per like, not, you don't need to name them, but, like, do you have a person or, like, a celebrity or, like, just someone, like, that you would, if you had to run someone over, that it would be them? Because I have mine, but I'll let you go first, or unless you want me to say mine first. I don't think I have, like, a person that I've interacted with or, like, came across that I feel that way to. Okay. But, like, there's, I think there's a couple celebrities, but, like, they're, like, kind of douchebag celebrities, so it's just, like, easy. You know, I'll be doing the public a service. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to name them or no? Yeah, Tori Lane's. He shot Megan the Stallion, so it's just like I'll hit you if I see you on the road. <laughs> okay, good. I like that. Into my I own know hands. you. I know you like Megan. But yeah, that that that's one that comes to my head. <laughs> okay, good one. I didn't even think about that. I don't have a celebrity, but I ha- I have a person that I'm gonna spill a little bit of tea about. If Shall you want give me to? this person a fake name. Um, I don't know if he deserves it, but, um, <laughs> like, I have no problem. Well, once I tell the story, anyone that knows him is going to know, you know. Um, oh, perfect. <laughs> okay, uh, let's name him, let's name him Harvard, and I'll tell okay. you why. No, let me preface this. There is no one I hate more, like, deep hatred, like, raging hate in my body than this guy. And so uh, this is someone I know, well, knew. I went to high school with him, like, starting grade nine. Mm-hmm. So anyone that knows, like, me from high school, like, you'll know who I'm talking about. This guy always thought he was, like, the top fucking shit and always thought he was, like, the smartest person. Like, he would say all the time he's going to Harvard. 
Like he kept saying, like, I'm going to Harvard next year, like in grade 12. I'm going to Harvard. Like I applied to Harvard, blah, 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 but Harvard. Like go shove yourself up your ass with Harvard, you know? Like, I, oh my God. Like I hate Harvard <laughs> just because of him. And so he was always such a douchebag. And like he ended up being, oh, this is definitely going to, people are going to know. <laughs> well, people already know if you're listening, but like he ended up being valedictorian. Mm-hmm. because they like picked him because he had like the top grades or whatever um but then he made this speech at graduation that like trashed all of like the school like all the 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 principal the vice principal oh no the some of the teachers like he trashed the like our class of students um he just was trying to burn all the bridges and he didn't have bridges to burn that's the thing <laughs> He was, like, nobody, like, cared about this dude because he was a douche until grade 12. And then I think, like, people, like, he started doing their homework or something. Like, I don't know. There was some sort of switch where, like, the popular people, like, gave him a little attention. But not Mm -hmm. because he was popular. It's, like, out of, like, I don't know, like, an exchange or something, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you see that on shows? like that's kind of what it was like like uh, from the outside looking in i'm not him so i don't know can you hear my neighbors yelling no there's awful singing not at all but my name my twin neighbors are arguing right now and it's like really loud sorry okay i'm leaving that in the episode i don't care um i need you to one day sorry pause i need you to one day explain that situation to everyone with one of the twins oh i will I will, but it will take a majority of the podcast, so I have to do it on an episode. I have no other things. Yeah. But no, we'll okay, continue. yeah. Oh my god, yeah, because I told you that night that that happened. Okay, sorry. Now I'm just alluding to something I'm not going to talk about. Everyone stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> um, okay, maybe I'll do that episode when like I have video, because I need to show the pictures. Oh, yeah. Because they, you have be to see the pictures. in our chat. I have the pictures. Okay. But, like, nobody can see them unless I post them, and I'm not going to post them. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I'll put them in a video podcast, but I'm not going to put them on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, back to um, Harvard. I almost said his real name for a second, which I guess at this point, like, why bother putting a nickname? (laughs) Um, So, he made, like, he made fun of this one teacher who was the sweetest, nicest woman. He made fun of her for crying in a, in a class one time in his oh, no. in his uh, valedictorian speech. And she was sitting there on stage. Wait, I have a quick question. Do they not look over the speeches that no, this is going a, to present? I don't think they did or he changed it, but then they cut him off like near the end of it. Oh, okay. they like ended his speech. It was really upsetting. Um like sitting in there and like m- like my dad after like he was at the graduation obviously. And, like, he goes, who was that making that fucking speech? I'm like, no, I know. He is garbage. (laughs) So, anyways, fast forward. That was grade 12, right? Never really thought about him since. Fast forward to second year of university. I took this Harry Potter course just to get, like, because I had to get a certain amount of, like, essay courses, like, writing ones. And that ended up being one. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take this course. And it was on main campus. I went to King's and this was at like main campus Western. Yeah. I'm sitting in class and all of a sudden I hear this voice. And this guy had a very particular high pitched squeaky voice. 
And I turn to my right across the entire 400 kid lecture hall. And he's answering the question. (laughs) He didn't go to Harvard. He's in my Harry Potter course, everyone. (laughs) So fuck your Harvard. Like, (laughs) maybe that's why he had a speech like that, because he got rejected from Harvard. And he wanted to take it out on you guys. Maybe. Maybe he thought we brought him down. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but he was a piece of shit. And so, okay. Also, if anybody that's seen New Girl, like, have you seen New Girl? Yes. You know that episode where Nick is like depressed over his ex Caroline and he says this poem that he wrote and he's like, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? No, because a summer's day is not a bitch. And that's how (laughs) I feel about this guy. (laughs) I remember that and it's golden. (laughs) He is a bitch in every form of the word. So (laughs) yeah, if he's he's not going to be listening to this, but like anyone that's listening to this that knows who I'm talking about like you you have to agree like he's a bitch. <laughs> it's not up for a debate this is just straight facts okay? no he's just a little bitch like be a nicer person and maybe I wouldn't hate your guts and want you to die like I don't want him to die but like kind of <laughs> like I don't think he's like adding anything I don't think he's contributing even on the smallest scale (laughs) he's like he's contributing to like people's anger and like upsetness Um, maybe his his purpose is to like have you guys grow closer together for the simple fact that you all hate him (laughs) no and he knows i hate him and he and we we have like a problem like we never really talked about it we both know we have a deep problem with each other because <laughs> we had this project together in grade nine and it just set everything off after that. It really oh. bothered me. Yeah. I won't, I, w- I don't want to go into detail about that one, but anyways, there is not anyone else that I hate to that extent. Yeah. Anyways. So <laughs> I don't know. I went off on a tangent. <laughs> okay. So Harvard, if you ever come across this, this one was for you. <laughs> Yeah, in Harvard, fix yourself. Change, okay? Because you're shit. <laughs> I hope at your grown age, you're not still acting like this. No, he because is. Because you're going to have a lot of, like, targets on your back, sir. No, you know how I know he is? Because a year or two ago, he posted his valedictorian speech on Facebook. And I saw someone that I am friends with comment on it. And so it popped in my timeline. And I saw it, and I couldn't even watch it. I was so upset. Oh my gosh! So he hasn't changed. Wow. No, it's just it's didn't he didn't like call me out or anything in the speech. It just was like a deeply upsetting nasty for like people like that were sitting there. Like all the parents had to listen to that shit. Like grow up. Like that's the thing. Like you, okay. Like your experience might be shitty. Maybe with some people it might be shitty, but like. You, you sort of have to hold your L and sort of end on a good note because the majority of people weren't shitty to you. It was probably those few select people. If he didn't make that speech, I don't think my hatred would be anywhere close to what it is today. Yeah. But I have like gone years of just like adding fuel to this like fire inside, you know, <laughs> like this rage. 
And so it, there's just no coming back from it now. But that speech, like, it ruined any chance of me ever, like, forgetting who this guy is. And I mm-hmm. wish I could forget because I, I just hate so much this guy. <laughs> and I just like a lot of people, but I don't hate people like that. Like, yeah. I don't wish them bad, like, bad things on anyone but him. <laughs> and I mean that. <laughs> I okay. mean, I would have to trust that because I'm pretty sure I had, like, strong hate for people. But it's like they're not in my brain anymore. So for him to still like occupy that space where you're like, oh, no, I will not forget I hate you. He must be like pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah. And everyone knows like I definitely have a brain tumor. I forget a lot, but I don't forget this kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, OK, so I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, definitely like not like it's more of a serious conversation um not serious I I, that was a weird way to word it like (laughs) it's deeper than like the comedy stuff before but so like we we were talking earlier like you got a new job which I'm really happy for you about because I know like you weren't that happy before and um and you're you're settled in your new job now like I think it's been like what like two weeks um yeah yeah and liking it um so basically what I wanted to talk about or like discuss is like uh, for the past two years I think like since COVID hit and I had to like sit with myself like alone in my apartment and like reevaluate like my life and like where I'm at like I feel like I've felt like really lost and really like um uneasy about my life like progress or like where I'm at now or like milestones or like my timeline of what I thought I would have at this age Mm-hmm. um and like I think like I talked about it in an episode with Paige but like kind of like semi depression <laughs> like not <laughs> it's definitely not like full like I'm not gonna say I have depression but like there's like m- a lot of moments not so much anymore but like before 2022 where I made some changes that I'll talk about after like I definitely um I think I was really burned out like I think because I started my career so young like at 16 yeah um and then like when I didn't have anything like when everything shut down like I think it just made me like really sit with that and I got really burned out um at work in life like and I think I just like realized like I just was really lost and I didn't really realize that before um so sorry that was a long way of saying a question but (laughs) Kind of what I want to know is, like, do you relate to that in any way? Or, like, do you feel like other people, like, our age, like, kind of feel like that? Or you yourself, like, lost or, like, um, not really, like, happy with, like, where things are at at all? Or is it just me? (laughs) Okay, like, before I go into my stuff, I definitely want to tell you, like, you're doing amazing. Like, I probably don't always come back to you and tell you, but, like, I always brag about all of my friends and you're definitely on like one of my friends that I brag about because I'm just like oh my gosh she like she has it like she's getting this new job anytime you tell me any great news I'm literally always going back to my mom and bragging about it and being like look this is what Faith is doing like she just got her house and this and that like I literally brag about you so like oh my god you're gonna make me cry great thank you yeah like I think I don't know like what keeps I feel like the burnout is 
very real especially just like with today and like feeling like you do have to hit certain milestones but I guess for me what's always just kept me grounded is probably the delusional part in me that knows that I'll get to where I need to get to it's just not happening right now um (laughs) yeah but like yeah like it, it's hard these days because I I definitely see people falling into it and, I, and I've also fallen victim into it too is like I feel like I was not doing much or like not enough mm-hmm. or like all these kind of feelings like mm-hmm. with my prior job that left mm-hmm. there was moments like it got really depressing for me and I felt stuck in the situation and I'm yes. like is this how my life is going to be? Like, am I going to be stuck here? Like, am I, like, is this all it is for my life? Like, this is very depressing. (laughs) And so it's easy to really just see, like, things in the moment and not, Lord, like, see ahead and see, like, what life can be. And I think I've just, like, another side to that is just appreciating, like, my age as well like I still feel like people use like the terms like I'm so old but they're still in their 20s and I'm like so I try to change my mindset and I keep telling myself I'm so young like I just got my life started I haven't even hit 30 and even when I hit 30 I'm still young like you know Mm -hmm. so I think I try and like at least speak things out loud into myself so it's like I'm not too much like caught in my own head about things wow that was really smart (laughs) especially for me springing that on you so that that was really well said um do you feel like uh, I lost my train of thought but like do you um do you think like uh, when COVID hit and like everyone was like online do you think like social media or like something like played like a factor in like people's mental health like going downhill like I definitely think like a lot of people have recognized in the past two years like that their mental health is bad um that sounds like really stupid way to say that but you know what I mean like it's just like gone downhill or like just realized that it was before like and just like was too were too busy to realize that like I definitely think for myself like because I was so busy and like so like career focused and like my work was my priority like I don't think I really built like a life outside of work and like when things shut down and like like my work shut down for a little bit during COVID too like we worked from Mm -hmm. home and then we had like a week where like we had like this network thing so we couldn't work um but it was just like very isolating being in those thoughts and like going online and like Like my, I don't know why I brought it up in that order. I was going to bring this up later, (laughs) but like, I don't know. I just, I feel like a lot of people are having those struggles right now. Like, yeah, especially in our generation. And like, I think it has to be in some way, at least tied to social media. Um, I I definitely feel that way. Um, I, hmm. I definitely feel like it was a lot of social media. But since depression isn't a new thing, like a new concept for me, I feel like 
<laughs> I feel like I probably was more equipped to handle a circumstance like this, as sad as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I feel like for the most part, like during COVID, like my experience was like my depression didn't even like stem from social media. Um, I actually spent, I think like I tried to reduce the amount of like things that I saw. So I would post a lot during COVID, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't go like through my timeline and like um, what's it called digest a lot of things. So I think that helped with my psyche a bit, but like I definitely realized like a lot of people like we're talking about their weight gain and being like and Mm -hmm. doing it in such a negative way yes where it's just like I feel like if I wasn't confident with myself and who I am that definitely would have affected my mental health because it was like it wasn't even like you know people like your average body type that was saying oh like I've gained weight it was a lot of my fit friends that like are literally bodybuilders etc that were saying oh I'm getting so fat and they still looked like very fit and good and it's just like you guys need to realize your words like yes yeah it didn't affect me but I could only imagine people that were already sort of feeling self-conscious in their bodies and then being stuck inside the house you like the pandemic had a lot of people lacking motivation and that's normal because we were isolated Mm -hmm. like I just I don't know like seeing that I'm like thank god I just wasn't consuming it as much because if I was on my phone like that I definitely could see my mental health going in the gutter and like like the way I perceive my body and how I see myself because I always saw myself as beautiful I just feel like that would have definitely like affected how I thought about myself. So yeah, I feel like with the majority of people, like social media definitely brought a lot of insecurities out of people, which led to like depression and anxiety and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So yeah, no, not a good time at all. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like before, like, I think we're fortunate that we, I think both of us, like we were born before this craze of social media and like even the internet. Like I remember a time where there was no internet. I remember when like we had dial up internet. I remember when there was MP3 players, you had to burn CDs like to get music around a Walkman, like to get even like an iPod, like what was it? An iPod touch or like iPod mini. I don't even know what those, they don't even have iPods anymore. Like, so you know what I'm saying? Like, when that was like the coolest thing on earth like you know like and then there was like phones and like we really like grew up in a time where like everything changed yeah I worry for like the kids not to get too off topic because I want to come back to the mental health thing but I worry for the kids um like my sister who's eight like my one my little sister yeah what is it going to be like when she's in high school or like when she's our age like what like with the social media like social media is not going away that's why there really isn't any solution or like um like way to solve this problem um unless people like work on their like own selves like there's no way to control like what people are intaking because 
there's too much money involved. There's too much like greed and like selfishness. Like they're never going to just delete all those apps and go back to what it was before. That will never happen. It's only just going to get worse. And like, so I think like, like a lot of people like that are more, um, uh, I don't want to say insecure. What's the word? Like they'll like be affected by that more. Like there's a word for it, but I can't think of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, sorry, I ran out of breath. (laughs) But the people that I think like are going to be more affected by it really need to like work on, like, like you said, like really trying not to uh, be as affected by it. Not that it's like their fault or anything. Just like, I guess that's the only way that people can work on it and just being more happy with who they are like themselves and like everyone is great like you don't well not everyone but you know what I mean like you are great (laughs) the way you are like you don't need to compare yourself to someone else like I know I spent a lot of time during like quarantine and like lockdowns and whatever the past two years Mm -hmm. going online seeing what other people look like like I know those like Netflix shows like too hot to handle came out all those shows where you're like seeing these like beautiful people and then following their life and like oh it looks amazing but like I was also thinking today when I was like thinking about this, what we were going to talk about and like definitely those people also have problems and like those people see people above them, like models above them that they want to strive to look for and like they don't think they're perfect. Yeah. You know, like some like Megan Fox talks about her insecurities about herself all the time and like she is like almost perfect, I would say. Like, you I know, like we would say that too. <laughs> like, I like I can't find something wrong with her, you know? Like, she's so, the standard. <laughs> yeah. And she, yeah. And so, but like going back to the mental health thing, I don't think enough people even like realize or like empathize with people enough to like realize that so many people have this problem. Like, when I started feeling like this, like, I definitely think I was more depressed like 2021. Like, I think I've been depressed, like, for that whole year. And it, like, really hit me, like, the more it went into the fall, I got yeah. more worse and worse and, like, really not in a good spot. Um, <clears throat> But, like, I don't think people understand, like, what people are going through behind closed doors or, like, in their head. Like, just because you can't see people have that going on. Like, I don't think a lot of people in my life, like, knew that I was struggling. Yeah. Like, and I didn't know you were struggling. Like, you know, like, I don't think a lot of people, like, realize that in each other. And I think there needs to be more, like, empathy and Mm -hmm. more realization that other people, like, have problems. And we need to, like, you don't need to, like, solve someone's problem. You don't need to, like, maybe even acknowledge it to them. But, like, even just trying not to add to it or trying, like, to just be kinder. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, I don't know how I really got onto this topic now, but like, <laughs> no, but like, definitely, I feel like what's lacking nowadays. It's just like you should always like sec, not second guess, but like, you know, just take a step back sometimes mm-hmm. before you like say something or maybe post something, and think about how that might come across, like. Is, is it needed in the moment? Like, is this needed? Do I need to say this specific thing? Do I need to yeah. word, like, this message to someone this way? Like, could I do it in a better way where it's taken 
like it's being taken um more nicely and it's not so abrasive for lack of a better word like yep or even in person I think yeah like people just like yeah like the way um like like okay so about like my podcast for this is a great example actually because I named it young dumb and broke as like it's kind of ironic but it's also kind of a true like title you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but like someone on the outside looking in like I had I know this person I don't see her every day but like she's in my life um but I'm I don't want to say who other than that about her but she like she said behind my back that she couldn't listen to the podcast because it was so like it was so wrong because like she does like I have a great life and like I all at that portray that I'm like dumb and broke to people because like obviously you're not broke you have a house you know what I mean and like that bothered me at first and then I realized like that's her own insecurity coming out Mm-hmm. and but like but when someone says that like I named the podcast that because that's how I felt in 2021 like <laughs> like that's and how I, I feel, feel like, all the time and also like I feel like your podcast name is just I think that's the next like alluring thing about your podcast is the name because I feel like it definitely brings in your target audience which is young adults and I, I genuinely related to your title. I'm like, yes, like things like you can still be in a financially good standing. Like I yeah. would I would say I have not to put my business out there, but I would like to think that I have more of a good savings than mm-hmm. the average person of my age. But I'm not rich by any means. I'm very much broke. <laughs> yeah. No, me too. Like I may have a house and I have a car, but like I don't have money like you know like I'm not gonna go go on vacation (laughs) literally (laughs) but like someone like okay this is sorry this is why I brought this up because I think when somebody is struggling with something they're not capable a lot of people are not capable of seeing other people's struggles or something as equal or valuable to the same extent as their own like Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people like like social media like how we compare ourselves to people I think a lot of people compare problems or compare struggles or like mental health like just because you can't see it or just because like it isn't like something that you went through doesn't mean it isn't as real or as um hard to deal with like just because someone had like a really traumatizing childhood doesn't mean like any less of like what you and I go through like during the pandemic you know what I mean yeah like yes there is like certain levels where issues or things happen that are bigger than one another but you don't need to like make that known that you feel like that like you can think that in your head you shouldn't make me feel like my voice should be smaller I or I should keep it in because that's the reason why a lot of people are like you know taking their own life is because they feel silenced like my problem shouldn't be that big or like I should suffer alone because people don't want to hear my problems or like or when someone's like oh well you you're lucky because you did this but like I had it worse like that's a terrible thing to say to someone and I've had that said many times to me and I think that added to my issues like over the past year like 
when you someone is already feeling upset and like depressed and like really stuck like I liked that you use that word very stuck in their current life and like they can't see a way to make it better the way they want it to be mm-hmm. that is very difficult to deal with in it in and of itself but to add like someone being negative about that or to have someone like say it's nothing or like um like just or make fun of it even like I've had that yeah like I don't tell that many people about like what's going on in my head like I kept a lot of it to myself over 2021 like I don't know if I even ever mentioned it to you no the first time I even heard about it um, was probably the podcast yeah which I was like really shocked I'm like oh my god yeah I, I had no clue you were going through what you went through to be honest yeah and like it's st- like I still get like that like not as much like this week I did have a day where like I had to like have a little bit of a breakdown because this person at work um, like stole my idea. Um, oh, no. And it really like really bothered me. Like and, I, and this is the problem with feeling like this like constantly is I it's in the scheme of life. That wasn't a big thing. It was a shitty thing to do. Like that that person, if you're listening to this, you know who, what you did. <laughs> I will not <laughs> say more for other people listening, but like. It was a shitty thing to do and to say. And then, um, like, oh, my God. Sorry, I lost my train of thought again. Oh, my God. No problem. But just, like, <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> yeah, like, just to piggyback saying? off of what you're saying, to be honest, like, I think, so you like spoiler alert I was like on social media (laughs) on my like close friends just always talking about like my mental breakdowns but it's just like that was more so like that was probably when I felt open enough to talk about that situation Mm -hmm. I've already gone through a year of it and then it was still occurring and I feel like what would have made it worse is if I didn't have people like my family and my boyfriend Mm -hmm. that sort of like just didn't make me feel like I was over exaggerating or anything because it was a what I was going through at work was a lot of like mental manipulation (laughs) I think microaggressions yeah definitely that because it's just like for like for example like I would I would get complaints from like my superior about certain things and like everyone in the office like my coworkers would act like they didn't say anything to my superior so I started to get like extreme paranoia where yeah. I'm like how does my my superior like know this like are they like did they hack my webcam like it really got to that kind of point where it's like mm-hmm like I was mentally off because of it and like they would act nice in front of me etc etc and so it was like just a lot of like microaggression like mental manipulation like all these stuff and I felt like at every point I was being gaslit because these situations would happen every time I'm coming back from a sick leave or vacation and it's like rocks being thrown and then their hands are being hidden and it oh really my messed with me because yeah. I'm like I'm like I don't want to make it a race thing but like I was the only black person in the office mm-hmm. and then also I was half these people's age and it was like yep, that's a big thing 
I'm like, why are you guys double my age and acting like kids? Like that was, but then I'm like, I'm put in the, in the situation to take the high road and to be the bigger one. And I'm like, why am I being the bigger one? I'm, I'm the kid in this situation. You guys literally have kids around my age. Like what the heck? Yeah. No, I totally feel that. Yeah. Like it it was crazy. And And if you don't, this is why I advocate for people to speak to someone and have someone or someone's um, mm-hmm. that you're able to just tell everything to and that is going to be reassuring of your feelings. Because if I didn't have like my mom to be like, okay, like what you're going through, like you're you're not off, like you're not, it's not in your brain. Like what you're telling me, I understand. I would feel that same way. And like same with my boyfriend. Like, if I didn't have those people in my life to tell me I'm not overthinking a situation and, like, my feelings are valid, I would have generally gone off the deep end, to be quite honest. No, I completely agree. I've been there, too. Um, My mom was a good resource for me, too. Um, She's probably the only one that I even mentioned to. Like, I think Paige found out about it on the podcast, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't really think I told anyone, like, kind of for fear of, like, or not fear, that's a strong emotion, but, like, worry that people would, like, devalue it or, like, say that, like, say, like, what that person in my life said, like, behind my back, like, oh, well, yeah, um, she shouldn't feel that, she shouldn't say that because, like, look at what she has, but, like, you don't know what I'm going through behind closed doors, and, like, my mom, uh, actually, a few weeks ago, we were having dinner, and she said, actually, something, and it's making me cry thinking about it because it was so nice, (laughs) But she, like, turned to me and she was, like, because we were talking about somebody's problems. And she's, like, I hope you know that, like, I know you are going through things, too. And I haven't forgotten that, even though I don't, like, bring it up. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but this is what she said. And um, she was, like, I feel really bad that, like, I can't solve those problems for you. And, but I hope you know that, like, I'm here for you when you need me. And, like, if there's anything I can do. Um, (laughs) I have tears. Um that like that I hope that you would like call me or whatever that's what she said um and it was just really nice hearing that and I think like people need to say that more like honestly yeah I think because just those like not to make it like something as strong as like suicide but like people you don't know how much your words can affect someone good or bad like you don't know that like if you say like oh I'm sorry that you're going through that like even that or like I know you have a problem um let me know if you need anything that could like solve someone's problem like say like make their day better like keep them from the edge of the bridge like yeah like the or the opposite like you devalue them like I know someone we had no idea like we knew he was depressed and he was like talking to his girlfriend was like oh i'll see you later something must have happened and in a split second he hung himself yep and he was like he was my age he just got a cpa and it was a shock to everyone yeah Mm -hmm. but like i feel like that just goes back to like what you said like telling people like you're there for them telling like just validating like just like someone's words can push someone off the ledge a lot or of times, save them yeah like a lot of times my mom's words 
would literally be like, okay, like I can make it through another day. Like there, there were times where I'm just like, is it even worth living anymore? Like not even to get that dark, but to get that no. dark. Yeah. Like, it's just like you, like people are in their head 24 mm-hmm. seven, especially in a friggin' pandemic. Yeah. Like on top of that, it's just like, you you do need to be mindful of the words that you're speaking to people or how you're saying it to people. If someone's coming to you with like a concern, do not make like their 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 feelings feel little. I don't care how great their life must like seem or appear to be, like it still feels very real to them. It still might feel like the end of the world to them. And to try and belittle it and be like, well, someone else is going through something worse. Okay, well, someone might generally be going through something worse and I feel sorry for them, but that's not my reality right now. My reality is I might've friggin' stubbed my toe on my couch and that was my last straw for me. Like, I'm yeah. really just like... it for some reason that's pushing me over the ledge and then you saying that is just like okay then why am I here if you feel that way about me if you feel like I'm like overthinking it then you don't value me as a person like it gets really dark in someone's mind like you say one thing and they snowball it to something bigger and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that because they probably didn't go through depression and um I my sister, she recently um, said that she was depressed. This was, like, probably a couple months ago. And she's like, you know what, Eva, I never told you. But, like, I I never, like, I always believed that, like, you were depressed and everything. But I just didn't know how serious it was until I started to get depressed. And I'm yeah. like, and then she's like, oh, I noticed how serious depression is now. Like, I knew because of you, but I didn't know to what extent. And it's just like that that's a lot of like that's the reality for a lot of people is they don't understand how serious depression is until they experience it themselves. One hundred percent. And like yeah. That's that was really well said too. You're like really good on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I didn't even really know, to be honest. Like, until, like, and I don't think I have full-blown depression, but, like, I didn't realize, like, how hard it is to even, like, pull yourself out of that and, like, live a life. You know what I mean? Like, when you're in a deep state like that, like, I was talking about when I was with the episode, on the episode with Paige, um, how, like, I can get up and go to work. Like, I can Mm -hmm. do that. It doesn't mean those problems aren't there. I can function and you just may not see it. That's how I got away with a year of nobody noticing, you know, like, but it doesn't mean that like when I finally get up, like courage for lack of a better word, but like finally say something about it. Like, it doesn't mean like this is a new feeling and that you should just dismiss it. You know, like that's why I was kind of worried about like putting this out there um, on the podcast because, well, first, because it's a comedy podcast and I didn't want to like make it dark, but, but then I was like, fuck it. Like, it needs to be real and it needs to be honest. Like, if people are listening to my life, like, this has to be, like, the real thing. Like, my life yeah. is not all dumb, funny stories, like, or, like, high school stories. Like, I'm not happy 24-7. Nobody is. And if you mm-hmm. are, like, I wish I could be that. But I don't think anyone is, especially in a pandemic and, like, realizing things about your own self, like, during that pandemic. Like, just because the pandemic's, like, 
everything's lifting doesn't mean like I just automatically go back to like feeling how I did before like this is like a new state that I'm in you know what I mean yeah and like I don't know I think now that I'm so what I wanted to say before is I made some like things like 2022 not to get dramatic but like my resolution for the year like my only resolution was just to be happier like day to day I have that on my vision board (laughs) yeah like (laughs) just to to be more happier yeah yeah like just to feel day to day like not so sad really Mm -hmm. and like just like in like despair and so um which sounds dramatic but it's the (laughs) truth like because if you felt it you know what it's like like it is like that yeah and like it's hard to function like to live your life and it's hard to even like get out of it if that's like mine was caused by like feeling lost and like like not having the things that I wanted to have or like being who I wanted to be but like how do you become that if you're still in that state Mm -hmm. so but what I did to kind of like try to be happier like I was like okay you know what nothing's working this past year I've been depressed like what what like I didn't do anything to help solve it so I need to like start making some changes so I said okay finally I'm gonna make the podcast so that was one thing which makes me happy like I have that to do I get to talk to my friends more I get to like people listen you know what I mean like that's in it that's amazing um and finding a self of accomplishment outside of work too like I feel like this Mm -hmm. podcast is doing wonders for you like great job yeah I think (laughs) you finally starting that definitely I know how that feels is to like get back into like something or follow through on something that you said you would be doing for so many like days months years Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean it Mm -hmm. definitely it definitely brightens the mood like for example like I started to get back into reading oh right I I never knew how much like something that small gives me happiness (laughs) oh I love reading I'm gonna get back into reading that'll be my summer thing (laughs) reading's good um I also went back to work, which was a huge thing because I was working from home since July and I live alone. It's very extremely isolating to work from home and um, live at home alone, both things. And so especially like a new job, like it was very isolating. And so I left that job and I got a job at my old firm where I had friends. And now I'm back at the office and I get up and I dress up and I go to work every day. And that's great for my mental health. Um, because I recognize like this just wasn't working for me the way I was living before I need to go out of my house, mm-hmm. try to like have more interactions, try to get more friends, like, because I realized I didn't really have that many friends either, like, because <laughs> I had put so much effort into work, like, I had, a, I have good close friends, but I don't have friends I just like randomly, you know, like, I don't yeah. have a big group of friends. But um but those things have really helped and I have felt a lot better in 2022, honestly. Um, mm. It's not gone. Oh, that's what I was saying before, before I had like a brain tumor moment. But <laughs> I had a moment this week when that guy, when that person did that. So I did have a night where I was in a bad state and like the next day when I was at work, but I was, I literally said to myself in my head while I was at work, I was like, Faith, you can cry about this later, but you cannot do this at your desk. So we're going to have to get through the day and it is what it is. Like we can't change that person. 
but we just have to get through the day. We can be depressed and cry later. <laughs> we can listen to our music later. <laughs> Talking about, about a wall. I would literally take car rides during lunch just to cry in the car. So oh my god I, I definitely relate to that where it's just like i'm not going to cry in front of these people i'm not going yeah. to cry in, like at work like if i need to cry i'll go take a car ride and i'll cry in the car there yeah no completely agree so it's not over um like but i definitely think it's better for me at least um mm-hmm. and i hope that it is for you too like it sounds like you really like your new job oh yeah like my mental health way better now like yeah I I definitely needed to get out of that place it it just lessons Mm -hmm. learned if you guys have to learn from me like if something is not serving you and it's really doing damage like yeah it's not worth sticking around just leave it's it's not gonna get better I'm sorry to say this is yeah no I completely agree I've been trying to tell my other friend this um hasn't really clicked yet (laughs) but um like basically like if this is like making you so unhappy so upset in life like where you like are thinking like how you just said like how you were thinking is Mm -hmm. it even worth it to be like here anymore like like alive you know yeah like then what like don't stay in that if you do not like actually like have to like you and know like, like you you really when you're in that environment whether it be like a workplace or friends or your relationship literally if you you notice that you yourself start to change because like my mom even pointed that out she's like you used to be this vibrant person you used to be mm-hmm. a very confident person like mm-hmm. and I had to take a step back and notice like I don't even care like as stupid as it sounds but it's like I don't even care about my appearance anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and that used to be a huge thing to me. Yeah. As vain as it used, like, as it sounds like, I didn't care how my hair looked, didn't care how I dressed. Like, yeah, same. I just looked very bummy. And it was just like, my outside was genuinely a reflection on how I felt like inside. Like, my outside looked like I didn't care. And it was, it really was an inside thing. Like, I did not care either. No, I, yeah, for sure. Me too. Yeah. Especially when I was working from home and no one could see me. <laughs> <laughs> I would barely leave my house and like never like do my hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I don't know. I guess we said all we can about this topic that went on a lot longer than I thought it would. Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully it um, helps someone out there. Though. No. Well, I hope people are still listening. <laughs> yeah I do hope it helps someone like like I don't want to even think like I'm not gonna become some motivational speaker like that's not what my goal was for this yeah but like I just want like people like that are listening that are young like like you said like I hope this draws in young people like this podcast and if you're feeling like this which I think a lot of people in our generation are like just you're not alone and like and everyone else that's listening like just have some empathy like that's yeah. like the key word like that I've learned recently or not like I've always known it but like really like focused on like just you don't you may not need to like fix someone's problems just to like to actually solve their problem you know like mm-hmm. just listen or just be there or just don't add to it at the very very least 
I have yeah. a lot of people in my life that add to it and it doesn't help. It makes it way worse. And that's probably why it lasted a year or more. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have one more thing I want to talk about. <laughs> this one's quick, though. Um, St. Patrick's Day just passed. Yeah. And when, I, when this airs, it will be a couple days ago. I don't know about you, but I feel like St. Patrick's Day is a complete waste of garbage. I don't, I'm, like, I probably celebrated it once, and that was in school, and all, like, my limit of celebration was wearing a green shirt. (laughs) No, literally, me too. Great for the people that do take advantage of it for, like, by going out to drink and stuff, but it's just, like. But why is that a holiday? Yeah, that that's a thing, yeah. I learned that it's, like, the, the priest that brought the church or religion to Ireland but like none of the other priests or not sorry not priest oh my god the saint sorry (laughs) none of the other saints got um a holiday like that that's true I don't I don't see the need for it Um... and why is it about drinking and like like it's just like I don't understand the point of this holiday and like why people like happy St. Patrick's Day like uh, don't say that to me I don't get it either, especially, like, it's not, like, I guess some people celebrate it, but it's not, like, something to celebrate at the same time, like, not that it's, I don't get the point of celebrating, that's what but I want to this say. is the thing, it's bigger <laughs> in, like, North America than it is in Ireland. Like, why okay, are that's people, just like, weird. <laughs> why is it a thing, like, oh, this is a holiday where we drink? Like, if it was about a saint, let's make it about a saint. But, like, yeah. why is it about going out to drink? That that's a weird thing, and I feel like that stems from a stereotype on like, like the North Americans have a stereotype about Irish people, Ireland, yeah, mm-hmm. which is really sad and probably why they have a lot of animosity towards us. Yeah, maybe. But it's just like, yeah, your point, like, why if it's about a saint? Because for some reason, I don't know why. Probably because of like the images and stuff. I thought it was just about leprechauns. <laughs> No, but yeah, where do the leprechauns come from? Or the pot of gold or the rainbows? Yeah, like none so of it makes like... sense besides just like a money grab from like corporations. corporations. Yeah. Like <laughs> the, at least like Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, like Valentine's Day at least like it's about love. You know, like I it's about oh, I guess that one's about a saint, but like it's not really, you know? Like mm-hmm. it has like a reason, like people like celebrate it and do something. Like it's not just to go drink. Yeah. Like Christmas is about like like whatever like you know what i mean like other mm-hmm. or there's other holidays that are not religious that like are about something it's just weird that we made it into about drinking and like its origin has nothing to do with drinking yeah it's and not it's about like... ireland it's not about being irish it's not about the saint like it's literally just about green beer <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, I'm glad that other people feel this way because, like, I said this at work and, like, this one person was like, it's about a saint. I'm like, but, like, it's not, though. <laughs> like, I don't value this as a holiday. I'm sorry. Like, it's not a holiday in my books. I've never celebrated it other than, like, like you said, like, elementary school or whatever. Yeah. I don't acknowledge it. And I will never until, like, I have kids and have to, like, put them in green for St. Patrick's Day. I wore red. <laughs> like, I didn't give a fuck. 
<laughs> I like when when it was St. Patrick's Day, someone said happy St. Patrick's Day. I had no clue. Like every year I forget it's in March. Like I always oh, think it's in September. <laughs> I thought it was next Monday. I had no idea. Like it, <laughs> like I had no idea with the day of that it was that because in my calendar I thought it said next Monday. I was so It's weird. that much of an irrelevant holiday. That's it is exactly irrelevant. why we <laughs> no, exactly. If there's no reason, like, we don't even get the day off work. That's yeah. one thing. If it was a stat, I'm all for it. <laughs> I would be with people getting beers, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I have a final quote that kind of touches on that. And I think it's funny. Um, but thank you so much for being on the episode. I loved this episode. I think this is our best one. It's episode 10, which is really important, I think. Yeah. a milestone i can't believe and this wow, has been 10 weeks 10. <laughs> which really 11 weeks if you count the week i didn't put one out so that's crazy yeah yeah like you and... got you stuck to it up until 10 episodes like that's amazing like Thank most you. people aren't that consistent like i hope you take time out like i know i'm like always reaffirm you and stuff but like i hope you genuinely know like you're doing a great job like you're being very consistent you're putting out consistent work and like honestly I listen to it the fact that I listen to it from beginning to end each time says a lot (laughs) yeah thank you so much oh my god I'm literally gonna cry after this (laughs) like but out of happiness this time (laughs) for the record for everyone (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, uh everyone new episodes drop every Sunday as usual. Um kind of around noonish. I usually put put them out. Um I should probably make that consistent every week, but it's kind of just like when I feel like it. <laughs> um yeah, okay. So every Sunday there's a uh, new episodes. Next week we have Cynthia back. Um and we're going to be talking about crazy stories again. I don't know. It just ends up being that every episode. But I think people like it. So anyways. Um, final quote. A lot of people smoke crack on St. Patty's Day. And it has nothing to do with being Irish. By Theo Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so accurate though? I love that quote. It's just so ridiculous. But like. Also, it makes the point. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and if if you if anyone knows Theo Vaughn, the like the comedian, if you hear this in his like southern accent, it's even better. I love Theo. <laughs> I oh you do oh my god I love Theo. I was just watching his podcast right before we started recording. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening. Yvette, thank you for coming on, and no happy non St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>